The following is a hoop ball presentation. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to Hoop Ball Hawks, the show that has taken flight here on the Hoop Ball Network. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden. And if you had a Monday that, that's just been terrible, like Chuck trying to call a sweep last night at the Miami Heat, just call this podcast Jimmy Buckets and hopefully coming with a triple-double effort to turn your day around. No matter which day of the week you're listening to this podcast, hopefully this brightens your day up. And we're reporting here live from sunny Atlanta, Georgia. Now with the NBA Finals, the MLB playoffs, the NFL and college football in full swing, and the Hawks minicamp ending last week, it would be easy for us to look the other way on things and think that no, there's no Hawks news coming out. There's nothing coming out. It's a dry period for the Hawks. They're not playing. You haven't seen any big news, big shakeups. But the Hawks did do something that was just absolutely dope this weekend. Just dope. And it may have been underreported nationwide, but with everything going on, especially on the social side of things in this country, this was honestly one of the best things I've seen this weekend. The Atlanta Hawks over the weekend unveiled the new Nike City Edition jerseys commemorating the great late Dr. Martin Luther King in Atlanta's own. For those who live under a rock and don't follow history, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King didn't just didn't do anything special, just led one of the greatest civil rights movements ever in history of the earth. And if you go on any of the Hawks social media pages right now, please go on there, check out these jerseys because they are fire for many reasons. On top of honoring the life and work of the city's most favored son, Dr. King, the colorway for the jersey reflects Dr. King's style and is based on Dr. King's Greek fraternity organization, Alpha Phi Alpha Incorporated, which includes the colors of vintage gold, infinity black and fidelity white it has freedom stars on the side of the shorts that represents the 22 of 29 times that dr king was arrested fighting for justice and equality and it also has the hawks logo placed in a shield with a crown on top of it which was inspired by the church windows where dr king preached and his personal tie clip collection on the front of the shorts, it includes the Hawks logo encased in a black circle, which the black circle symbolizes the continuous quest of the black community to achieve freedom and peace. And the final touch is Dr. King's signature itself on the jersey. Now, a lot of thought and work went into the creation of these jerseys, and I am a huge, huge fan of them, as well as many Hawks fans and fans of the NBA in general, and just people in the black community. It's just a very, very clean, powerful, and symbolic thing that the Hawks did here. Partnership for the jerseys is with the estate of Dr. King, NBA, the MBPA, and Nike with the profits of the jerseys being donated back to the black community here in Atlanta. 
These jerseys are the organization's sign of commitment to the city and to Dr. King's work to continue it during a time where his message is truly needed in this world right now with the country more divided than ever. The black community seemingly under attack with constant violence perpetrated by police and hate groups in this country. And we need to continue to strive for justice, peace, freedom, service to one another, love and unity. I cannot be more prouder of this organization and for the ability to cover this organization as it is taking a stand that many people deem to be political due to distorted messages circulating mainstream media when this is just a human rights issue, point blank, period. That justice is not equally served to those in the black community as well as other minorities in our country and marginalized groups. Seeing some hundreds and hundreds of people online taking the pledge to hashtag earn these letters as a commitment to more work that needs to be done to truly achieve equality and equity for all who live in this country. If you haven't visited the Hawk social media page now, check out these jerseys, get yours and make a stand today. This city has been very active and vocal for years and years calling out injustice against the black community. And it is great to see the Hawks embrace this beautiful, resounding and strong trait that has been in this city since Dr. King and will continue to be a part of the city going forward. I personally hope that the NBA, the Players Association can come to agreement on the salary cap and the start of the season next year as it would just be only fitting if the NBA season could start on Martin Luther King Day next year with the Hawks playing the Memphis Grizzlies, let's say that, since the Grizzlies are always there on MLK Day, have the Hawks and Grizzlies play each other here in Atlanta to a national audience to use the platform to continue the conversation that many want to tune out and debut these beautiful, beautiful new jerseys that they can be wearing. So with that, before we talk more Hawks basketball, it's time for another plug for ExpressVPN. Okay, so we all know how a VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? I mean, it was just some information I knew a little bit of, but after learning about ExpressVPN, I had to see what's up. And it's taking my TV watching game to the next level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Over this weekend, since I'm now settled here in Atlanta, I use ExpressVPN to rewatch still one of the dopest shows ever, Prison Break, which is only available in the UK right now. And it was so simple. I just fired up the ExpressVPN app, changed my location to the UK, refreshed Netflix, and bam! I was watching my boy Schofield break out of yet another prison. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located at. You can choose from almost 100 different countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can browse through. You love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix, and it loads faster than Naruto's run. <laughs> you probably like that, huh? That was smooth. Anyway, it's not just for Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Hulu, 
BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name him. There are hundreds of VPNs out there, but the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. Ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering, lag, and you can stream in HD with no problems. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on the go, on the big screen, wherever you are, doesn't matter. So if you visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash hoopball, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want to watch, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash hoopball. Now, this next segment, I want to talk about the next year for the Hawks and how the goal that was stated in minicamp of reaching the playoffs for this Hawks team was put out there for the roster and everyone is buying into it and honing into it. And so questions may arise. We had a bad year last year. How can the Hawks get there? Now, on Friday's episode, I broke some free agency news regarding Jeremy Grant and the Hawks' interest in him. I know the Nuggets came out this weekend and said that they are prepared to offer Grant a contract to keep him in Denver, which after my take on that podcast and listen to Friday's episode, if you haven't, talking about Jeremy Grant, um, I'm perfectly fine with the Nuggets keeping Jeremy Grant. He's a great player. He fits great with that system, and he's a great defender as well. He's continually improving on the offensive end. Uh, So, But I will say this. Free agency will look very interesting this year, especially whenever the NBA and the Players Association decide on a salary cap due to the loss of revenue this year from the pandemic. However, the fact still remains that the Hawks will still have a lot of money to play around with, but depending on how things look, how much they are looking ahead in regards to the next year's free agent class, it may be some one, two-year deals that this organization may try to lock in to not be financially tied to contracts that can hold them back from trying to go all out on a top free agent next year and plug and go with the roster they have now that complements them and try to make this playoff push that I mentioned. Also, think the salary cap will dictate trades as well this offseason as well, which I predicted in another podcast. And I think that there will be many trades across the league as A lot of teams are locked into really bad contracts that they just want to move. They just want to move and get them off the books and let them be someone else's problem. And I think that draft picks will be traded a lot as well with the draft not being as strong in years past. And so a lot of movement will take place this offseason. So this is what I'm predicting. And I want to revisit the team's goal of making the playoffs this year. And Herter's comments that there are teams in the Eastern Conference that they can jump to achieve this goal. Now, some people may laugh at this notion, may think that this is crazy, this is cap, or just plain delusional or blind faith. But for reasons I stated earlier, the Hawks may not be that far off as people may think. I foresee the Hawks potentially being involved in some movement this offseason, as Travis Schlink alluded to in comments at the beginning of Bubble Minicamp, that they are open to either keeping the sixth pick 
or even trading it if it's in a strategic move that will help the organization achieve what their aim is for this roster, which ultimately is winning in the playoffs. So as I said before, some plug-in free agents that they aren't committed to long-term that can help the roster now, a draft pick that is more of a need filler, or a trade to get a veteran. And let me, let me elaborate on that point a little bit. I know on a past Hawks podcast, I talked about the Hawks potentially making a trade for DeMar DeRozan. That scenario has been out there. It's been kind of quieted. But as I announced on the podcast on Friday, with the Hawks getting Landry Fields from the Spurs organization as their assistant general manager, he could be instrumental in maybe providing some insight and information on DeMar DeRozan and how he could affect this team positively because he's seen it firsthand. He's seen what the organization has done, obviously, for him to fit into that system, but to continually grow his game as a facilitator. We know about his prolific mid-range game. He's explosive still. You never know. I think that Landry Fields could be instrumental in potentially maybe a DeMar DeRozan trade happening if he says enough good things and Travis Schlenk and the Brain Trust are behind it as well as Coach Lloyd Pierce. He would be a great two-guard to go alongside Trey Young and that can get the Hawks into the playoff conversation next year and make that jump. Here's some more context to take into consideration. And this is just in regards to the roster as constructed with the players they had. Last year, after the Hawks got healthier and John Collins returned from his 25-game suspension, the Hawks had the same record as the Orlando Magic at 12-15. and 15. And as you know, the Magic were the 8th seed in the playoffs. And if you do the math, that is a 444 winning percentage. And let's say for hypothetical purposes, they continue at that pace throughout the season. That would have put the Hawks at the ninth seed in the East. And everybody knows at the bottom of the East that the closer you are to 500 ball, the better your chances are making the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. And with the 444 winning percentage, the Hawks would have been a bubble team. They would have bumped out the Washington Withers, who had a considerable gap between them and Orlando, but were still invited to the bubble. So a little food for thought there. Their aforementioned rival that I stated that the Hawks should strive to be better at in all facets, the Chicago Bulls, who did get a new coach in Billy Donovan, who has been in the playoffs and could have a positive effect on that roster. But still, the Hawks last year should have not gone 0-4 against them with the talent we have. We had injuries. We had the suspension of John Collins. So you can take that for what it is. But just how our roster is constructed, you should never go winless against the Bulls. And barring any crazy changes like an addition of an all-star to the Bulls or another good veteran that can help them, I think the Hawks have more talent on their team than the Bulls do. But I do want to mention that the Bulls did play very hard game in and game out last year and were not far from playoff contention in stretches last year. If you check the standings periodically, the Bulls were not far. They were in spitting distance of the Eastern Conference playoffs. 
And their roster is currently, I would say, in the same spot as the Hawks, minus obviously the Hawks adding Clint Capella for next year, who I think will be the X factor for the Hawks' success next year with his offensive and defensive efficiency, his leadership skills, communication skills on defense, and his IQ to go along with an all-star in Trey Young and an ascending John Collins who looks to be more of a playmaker this year. And I think that the Hawks will have a leg up on them as there is no turnover on his coaching staff for the Hawks. And they have a little more roster stability. So I think that jumping the Bulls, they can do that. The Hawks can do that next year. The next team who had a worse record last year than them, but the Hawks went winless against as well. The Cleveland Cavaliers. And no disrespect, the Cleveland Cavaliers are a train wreck. I don't care how monstrous they talk about Colin Sexton this offseason. Kevin Love doesn't even want to be there. And personally, I think that Dan Gilbert doesn't even want to be there himself. And in my opinion, he is the worst owner in all of sports to ever win a championship. And hands down, the worst owner to ever win an NBA championship. And I think the Hawks will finish better than them. No question. So I'm going to move on from them. Short, sweet, simple. They still have better rosters than the Detroit Pistons and the Charlotte Hornets. So the Hawks must be better, in my opinion, than the Washington Wizards, the Orlando Magic, and the Chicago Bulls to get into the playoffs next year, which I see as very doable for this Hawks team. And it's still yet to be seen what the Eastern Conference playoff teams will do as well. So there are a lot of uncertainties going into the 2021 season. I mean, most notably, when will it start? But certainties for this Hawk roster that I can guarantee you is that this Hawks roster is very talented and they're constantly wanting to improve. They are hungry, motivated, and are getting better. And I know that Coach Lloyd Pierce alluded to it, talking about the bubble minicamp, and some of the other players talked about how each player has done their own improvement this offseason and it showed in bubble minicamp. They enjoy playing with each other. And I think that we will get the best of Trey Young, who is intrinsically motivated by just watching the bubble, watching other people succeed, the chatter about Luka and how great Luka is. Right now, Trey Young is just motivated by winning. And continuing to show the league that he can play just as well as Luka Doncic in Dallas. And that the NBA fans are sleeping on Trey Young because of the lack of success of the team the last two years. Maybe it's his stature. Maybe they think his numbers are inflated. Whatever it is, Trey Young is the real deal. And I foresee him continuing to make that point that he's the real deal next year. Another thing that I can guarantee is that John Collins will play his best ball this year. He is very motivated as well. He wants to win as well, but he's another player with a contract coming up that wants to get paid. Young brother, get paid in reference to young Dolph. Great song, by the way. And he wants to show the Hawks and the rest of the league that his numbers last year are real. His three point shooting is real. His rebounding real. He wants to play make more. I think with Capella, he'll be better on the defensive end as well because he won't be playing the five as much. He'll be exclusively maybe playing the four more this year. And Capella will be locking down the paint. 
which I think will leave more room for his game to just continue to grow. So I think we're going to get the best of John Collins this year. Get paid. Get paid, young brother. And I also will guarantee for this Hawks team that the Clint Capella addition will be well worth the money he is owed. He will be a big boost for this team for the reasons I mentioned before. And the last guarantee for this Hawks team, talk pie in the sky this episode. I want be very encouraged. I'm a very positive person. But I think that Herder, Hunter, and Reddish will all improve in consistency and production this year, which will lend the Hawks to making the playoff this year before they make any other offseason addition and changes once the offseason officially happens this year. So, a lot of positives going forward for this Hawks team, and I don't think it's a stretch that this Hawks team can make the playoffs next year. I think it's very tangible. It's definitely in reach of them. They were only five and a half games back from the Wizards who were, like I said, in the bubble this year. So, five and a half games better. They play better. And hopefully that knock on wood, everybody can stay healthy this year and continue to grow together. And I foresee the Hawks sneaking into the playoffs, maybe as an eight, seven seed, depending on how the rest of the Eastern Conference shakes out next year. So with that, a very positive, positive podcast. And we will end it there. So today, hey, if you love what you heard from me, Give us five stars. Give us a great review. Share with fellow Hawks fans, fellow people in Atlanta, basketball enthusiasts across the globe, whoever. Share this podcast with them. Spread the word. Follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. Follow myself, Brad Jarrett67. That is Brad J-A-R-R-E-T-T-6-7 And let me give y'all a strong yeah As we end today's podcast You know when you're listening to a true crime story That has an unbelievable plot twist That makes you stop in your tracks That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.